Hello Pisces friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my discussion on Pisces February 2021 Astrology Must Knows. You can watch the YouTube version of this or you can listen to the podcast version of this through my new podcast called Astro Kisses with Annie Botticelli. Okay, so what does February have in store for Pisces and in general? This is definitely going to be a blockbuster of a month and I am I did actually do a separate video on this epic aspect of Saturn versus um, Uranus because it is such a big aspect and I wanted to go into details but I didn't want to detract from the Pisces February report. So definitely put it on your list to listen to that separate video or listen to that separate podcast. It will give you a lot of information on this very important transit that's definitely going to make you stand up and take notice that it is going on. We'll have three passes of it this year, so it will be a theme throughout the whole year, and it will be intense. But I'm not gonna talk about that here. I'm going to talk instead about the Pisces must-knows, okay? So the first must-know is that after this rush of new forward moving energy that we had in January, towards the end of the month, it's we're sliding back into Mercury retrograde energy. Now it's not going to be as intense a retrograde experience as we had in 2020 because then we had Mercury, Venus, and Mars, and Mercury, and Mercury, you know, just a lot, a lot, a lot of personal planet retrogrades. We don't have that happening this year, but we do have this month completely covered, February completely covered in Mercury retrograde. And so what that tends to bring is uh, changes to plans, okay? Sudden um, open plans where things like sort of come out of the blue where it's like, hey, you wanna go do this? Or here's an opportunity to do this. I always recommend for people to to schedule months like February um, light because first of all, plans are so likely to change. Someone is likely to change plans on you. So keep them flexible and just kind of know that anything you plan to do, there's a very good chance it's going to change form or not happen at all. Um, and the, the more light you have your schedule, the more you can jump into the fun opportunities that could come last minute, including last minute trips. Although we might have some semblance of lockdown experience in certain cases, there are still things that can come up um, that could include also getting out of your locale. So just kind of be on the lookout for that. Also, retrogrades tend to bring back um, things from the past. So you might hear from a friend or someone from the past, a lover or somebody coming back in for you to kind of reevaluate or just have a fun experience connecting with them. Um, Also, ideas that you had in the past could come back in for you to work with. And this month is really more about letting things come in. I always call the retrograde times like the spider web, spider on the web, energies where you've woven your web in that January, like first, especially the first half of January, like the end of November, all of December, first half of January is like, go actively weave your web, do all this stuff, get out, do everything, you know, as much as you can do, or whether that's internal, just be active. And now in this month of February, now you want to really just sit back as the spider does, watch the web and see what comes to you. If you feel, you know, um, an intuition to go to connect with somebody or do something that has a tinge to the past, then that's fine. Just know that the things that you try to do now, if it's not flowing, don't push it. And also trying to do something that's like a big launch or um, something really long term that you're hoping to, to last for a very long time. 
um, it has more of a short-term energy. But there is a very magical day that we're going to get to as we go down my list that may bring in some really, really yummies, yummy, yummy, yummy things. Okay, so the energy of the retrogrades can also cause your devices and things like that to break down. Anything in your house, your, all of a sudden your stove and your lawnmower, like everything is you know, going kaputs and you're like, what's going on? A lot of times Mercury retrograde will do that. And if you have to buy a new thing, then you know, just do it. But just know that, especially if it's a lower stakes item, it's not very expensive, but if you have to make a bigger purchase um, and it can wait a little bit, towards the end of the month, especially like the last week, might have um, an easier time locking in something that won't give you trouble in the future. Okay, so another major Pisces must know is it's birthday time, or if you're watching for your moon sign or your rising as Pisces, um, which actually, just a quick note about that, this video is for you, regardless of what Pisces placement that you have that you're watching for, your sun, your moon, your rising. Some people like to watch for their Venus sign or their Mars sign. This video is for all of you, so you don't have to worry about that or question that. It's relevant all at the same time. Okay, so, so whether it's the sun crossing over your natal sun, which is your birthday, your solar return, or whether it's the sun crossing over your other Pisces point, whatever Pisces placements you have will get enlivened by the sun at this time. And it's very auspicious and it's very wonderful and the sun just sort of um, warms everything up, revitalizes it, gives information, you know, um, and sometimes it shows you some more work that has to be done by shining a spotlight on a situation but it definitely brings attention to that area of life. If it is your birthday, you'll want to make really good use of your birthday wishes. So write them down, say them out loud, and feel them as if they've already come true. And you can search for Annie making wishes come true um, to watch my video about how to maximize your birthday wishes. So happy birthday to our early placements, our February born uh, Pisces friends, and coming soon for the rest of the March born. Okay, so inherent in the birthday discussion, I have to mention that what happens in the weeks before your birthday, because this is going to be true for all Pisces placements, even if you early, early degree placements, sometime in February, every Pisces placement is going to have the sun flooding the 12th house before it gets to that rebirth point, okay? And when the sun lights up the 12th house, the 12th house is like an attic of your experience, so it's like, dark, sometimes it's a little yucky, it's like the our unconscious um, uh, part of our being. So you can find like old mementos from your grandparents in your attic, or you can find um, something that died up there and stayed up there and was really gross and you have to get rid of it. And whatever that means figuratively or symbolically or literally, this is a time, the time before the sun crosses over your Pisces placement to clean house and to put the spotlight on the things that need the attention. Partly because you wanna see what's not working, you wanna see what you don't want so that you can more readily use this new energy that the sun will bring as it crosses over your placements. So sometimes things have to get a little messier before um, they look better. So this, you know, kind of you can liken this to if you want to clean out a cabinet, you have to take everything out of the cabinet, right? And then it just stuff everywhere. So you make like a bigger mess in order to get the cabinet clean and organized and release the stuff that you don't, you don't need. So that's what this month is very much about um, in some way for all of you, 
where you know you're starting that process now for those of you later in the sign this won't really start to get kicking until the end of february for you and then like the first you know weeks of uh, march that precede your birthday or the crossover of the sun to whatever your placement is so if you have a pisces placement you know like 20 to 29 degrees or your birthday is the last 10 days of the sign like uh let's see like march 11th through the rest of the sign then it might take a little bit for these energies to really start to to um, like this attic cleaning experience, but it is coming for you and you'll notice it definitely by the end of the month. Okay, so another must know for Pisces is that we've got yay, yummy Mars movement. Okay, so Mars is the planet of action and momentum and Mars was retrograde in some form or fashion, whether it was the shadow transit of it or the actual retrograde, but we had an experience of Mars retrograde for the second half of 2020. And it didn't really get completely back online until the beginning of January. But now that it's moving, as of January, it started moving through Taurus, which is in a much better placement for Pisces because the angle that Taurus makes to Pisces is a 60 degree angle, which is the, everybody that knows what I'm about to say, the ingredients on a counter aspect. 60 degree aspect is called a sextile and it is something that brings opportunities. I always call this like an ingredient aspect where it gives you ingredients to make something, but you have to actually make it, which is different than a trine. When we have a trine, a trine is like, here is just this pie, you know, but then the sextile is like, here's the stuff to make the pie, right? Or at least someone gives you a pie and you have to heat it up. Like there's some work involved in this particular angle. So that means though that Mars, which rules this action, which rules this forward movement, which rules this assertiveness, is not only moving direct and in harmony, it's it's bringing you to a place where you can find your voice with some things. Now, there is a caution here about finding your voice this particular month because Mars does have some bumps with personal planets this month, and this is for everybody, but I mean every sign. So if, if you're needing to find your voice about something, just, I would get a plan together for it. If you have an opportunity and you're feeling the intuition, you have to follow it and just do it. But March and April are going to be much better months in general, astrologically for everyone, compared to February because we've got this epic clash between Saturn and um, Uranus, and we've got this retrograde energy. But things are going to come up miscommunications might happen. So if you're not completely sure that you're going to be able to communicate in a way where somebody understands, you might want to write a letter to them first, then rip up the first letter and then give them the second letter, something like that. Like you, the goal is to get your emotional charge off the information that you want to share with somebody else because the first version of what you might have to say, especially now for Pisces, because some of the things you might have to talk about or communicate might be things that you've been holding in for a really long time. And sometimes when those things come out for the first time, it's kind of really messy or it doesn't sound exactly in the highest way that you'd like to have said it. So um, if you see an opportunity, like something's brewing, like you have to say some, something to someone about something, try to do the inner work around it 
before you actually present it, okay? Because we want to make sure that you're heard. And if you're very emotional about it when you go to present it, it might get missed in the slew of the emotion, okay? So, but in any case, Mars is going to be helpful here because of this beautiful angle. So if you are a February born uh, Pisces or you've got your placements between zero and nine-ish degrees, it's actually really zero through 11 degrees, then you will have had this kiss from Mars in January. Okay, so everybody from 12 degrees on through the rest of the sign. So this is basically going to be, a case of the 10 degrees will be nine. So like March 2nd or so through the rest of the sign, you'll have your Mars kiss in February, okay? So everybody's getting it, it's just a matter of when. And I always put these out early so you'll know when you're getting yours. If you have to take action on something, do something important. Now, I don't mean like a launch or something like super permanent long-term because again, like the retrograde energy is not always the best for that. But if you have to tweak something, if you have to edit something, you have to do a soft launch, if you have to do a beta, if you have to do, you know, something where um, action has to be taken, but you still need more information, then this could be a really great time for that. Okay, so speaking of great times, mark your calendar for February 11th because... That is the, the Venus-Jupiter conjunction. Venus and Jupiter get together, and it is generally amazing. Now, it's true that Jupiter can cause trouble in the area where it gets together with someone. So there could be a flare of a, a romantic issue or a, um, a money thing or, or something in your self-esteem. There is a chance of that. But there's more of a chance that you'll win money. Someone will give you something. Like, I remember one amazing um, Jupiter... Venus conjunction, my family and I were going to a baseball game for the first time in 30 years, I think it was, since I had been to the previous baseball game. I used to go all the time with my dad. And on that particular day, we were going, and um, a police officer actually gave us free tickets on our way. And we happened to just be there when Big Poppy was having his last um, away game before he retired and it was like especially festive and it was really exciting and and now that my dad has passed away um that is you know that time has even more of a, an amazing gravity to it so that that type of energy is what is in the days around february 11th and it's also the new moon and also the chinese new year okay so even though we are kind of in this retrograde energy it doesn't have to mute something yummy coming in for you. Um, you might be especially lucky at this time. Okay, so the next thing that I wanna talk about has to do with February 27th, which is the full moon at eight degrees of Virgo. And this is especially relevant for Pisces placements, of course, because Virgo is in the opposing point of the zodiac compared to Pisces. So whenever we have a full moon in an opposing um, position, it always has more weight and we notice it more, okay? So um, this could, could ex you could experience this, and again, this could happen in the days around February 27th. It doesn't have to be on that day, the days leading up to it, the days you know after it, even into the beginning of March. Drama, completion, fruition, something coming in the health arenas, with pets, with your diet, with your lifestyle, with your work. 
everyone has a chance to feel this in good ways and in challenging ways. But for those of you who are like February 27th through March 3rd, and the closer to February, I mean 22nd, okay, so between February 22nd and March 3rd, but the closer you are to February 27th, will get the biggest impact from this, okay? So if you are close to eight degrees, the more close, the more intense, or you're close to 27, um, the date of the 27th of February, then, you know, this could be quite notably intense for you. I always try to advise to leave some space around that day. I mean, you still have to work, you still have to take care of your kids, you have to do what you gotta do. But a lot of times the, this can be emotional, and if you don't overschedule yourself, you can sit and have the time to just deal with whatever may come up. And again, it doesn't have to be a bad thing, but it is likely to be a stress point, meaning like even if it's a good thing, it could be overstimulating because that's what tends to come with this opposition angle. Okay, so two more things on my must-knows for Pisces for February 2021. One is that the transiting north node. Okay, so transiting north node, well, the north node in the chart shows us our highest expression in this lifetime. And when it's in transit, it's whispering to you about keys to your personal highest expression. And there's a relationship between the nodes and the eclipse cycle. So, you know, if you know my work well, you know that I like double down on <laughs> really focusing on the eclipses as we're in eclipse season, which we're not in February. But an eclipse cycle, like we're in a Sagittarius Gemini eclipse cycle, that started in the middle-ish of 2020 and will go to um, like the beginning of 2022, really. It will echo there. So for that whole time, we kind of like get into the eclipse season, everything gets strong and stressful and there are all these changes, then it kind of dies back down. And then it gets really intense again and then it dies back down. I always liken it to like heating up a pot of water. Like the time it's getting heated up is as we're building to eclipse season and the time it's getting cooled down. And then the time that it's cool is like kind of the time in between the eclipse points of the year, which happen every six months. Um, but what is always happening, even when the eclipses aren't in their active form, is that the transiting north and south nodes are transiting in the signs that the eclipse cycle is in. So it's bringing these storylines just into the daily experience. So for Pisces, this might be calling out to you, especially if you're February born, um, to put down roots. And even if you're a March born, you might um, be feeling this. Um, but there's a, a special extra focus on the on the you know really considering like your roots, your home, what um, your house and your family and, and that type of energy can bring. Now for all placements, all the March born, February born, zero to twenty nine degrees, every placement, there is this energy of writing, okay? And this is actually global for everyone, but also there's an energy of the third house, which rules Gemini, which is the sign that the North Node is in. So it might be time for you to write for the first time, like something important. Not that you're learning to write per se, but that you're like getting your voice out there through words, through your speaking or writing. And, um, or, it could be that you had a different medium for your art and now it's going into the written word or some other way of expressing yourself. But there is something with this North Node kind of calling to you 
to, to put something down, whether it's putting down the roots because of the house or whether it's putting down the words like writing a book or writing a blog or writing something, like getting something down in some kind of tangible form. There is a storyline there for Pisces that is especially strong at this time. Okay, so the last thing that I want to talk about that's a must know is that the climate of February changes towards the end when the sun gets into your sign. Okay, so before then, there's a lot of energy in Aquarius and that energy doesn't flow as well for Pisces as some of the other placements. Of course, at least you have Mars there helping out. Um, but when as you get towards the end of March, I mean, the end of February, not only do the planets start to kind of go more towards your way as a Pisces, they tend to get better in general for everyone. And March and April are actually two of my favorite months, if not my favorite months for the whole year, because there are so many sweet aspects in March and April, and it's just wide open. We're not, you know, really in the eclipse season where we don't have any of the big standoff energies with Saturn and Uranus that's present in February. So just kind of know that if things get a little dicey or a little bit heavy, or if things look like they're going in a certain direction and it's a direction you don't like, that by the end of the month and into March and April, there's a good chance that things that seem to be going a certain way in February might not be going that way or might reverse or might have different solutions or change course. And so, um, just wanted to give you that little hope there in case, you know, this month is, is getting you bogged down a little bit. Hopefully it will lighten more towards the end of the month and just know that you've got March and April with a lot more openness and March in general has a lot more energy and water signs which flow much better for your placement than some of the other energies that are happening in this month. So if you would like to have even more information about what this month could look like for you and how you can best use the energies, then definitely tap into all of the free resources I have for you. You can go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. Definitely sign up for my free email newsletter. Now more than ever, there are perks that come along with that because besides getting my monthly write-up that shows the sweet and salty dates and what you can expect, what the aspects are, what you can expect from them, and what the month looks like all in a written version delivered into your inbox one month early, plus my 28-day virtual coaching program called Shine for Free, I'm working on having software that will allow you to run birth charts for free. Now I can't make any guarantees that this will be in place by the time you get are listening to this because it is something I'm working on, but it is things like this that are perks that come along with being on my free email newsletter list. So you definitely want to do that at AnnieHelpsYou.com. If you want simple written horoscopes by me that will give you good details but aren't as technical as some of my other resources, then you can go to my beautiful website, CozyBySweetStarlight.com. All of the links that I'm giving you are also in the notes underneath the video or if you're listening to the podcast version of this, they're in the notes underneath the podcast. Also, if you would like to have, um, to listen rather than view if you're driving or if you're um, not wanting to deal with the mid-roll uh, ads that YouTube is um, pushing against even the creator's will, then you can check out my new podcast, Astro Kisses with Annie Botticelli. The link for that is in the notes underneath the video as well. 
You can see my free courses at loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. That's my school, Luminous Life Multiversity. So besides having free courses, I also have some paid courses. And if you think I go into lots of details with all of the free things I give you, you should see what the paid offerings look like, especially my course called Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Course, which will equip you to do whatever you'd like to do with astrology, whether it's just help your friends and family and not do it professionally, help your own self-development, or become a practicing astrologer and I also give information on how to make your astrology practice work financially because I have been a business coach for a long time too so that gets worked into the course okay so definitely get my book planetology if you're a fan of my work and you'd like to go deeper and you'd like to align with the natural rhythms of the universe that's what this book is about you can find planetology anywhere and everywhere I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month bye